Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between. This is Feature This, a fan edit podcast. And we are here today with uh, the old crew from uh, Gary Beast Town Massacre. Donna, hello. Hi. Ethan, hello. Hello. Right on. Yeah. And uh, today, uh, the uh, topic of interest is uh, Gatos' fan edit of 21 Grams. Yeah. Yeah. So we did it. Getting right on to it. Um, I guess as a quick little precursor uh, before getting started here is that uh, typically when we uh, approach these edits, we watch the original, kind of get our thoughts out on that and what we expect for a fan edit. Then we watch the fan edit and uh, and then and then tackle talking about that but uh, yeah. we've, we've approached this fan head a little bit differently and apparently the fan head's approaching us a little bit differently this time around so um we uh we we actually just jumped into the uh the fan edit of 21 grams um before i kind of go any further let me ask you guys because it sounded like you guys hadn't seen 21 grams either lately or at all is that true yeah but i have a question Gatos? G-A-T-O-S? Isn't it ghetto, like cat, in Spanish? Uh, It's G-A-T-O-S. Yeah. Like ghetto, like cat. Is that that what it is? Uh, That's what I thought. El gato? Yeah. Yeah. Gato, like plural gatos? Yeah. That's what it is? It's two That's what I thought. (laughs) You said it, and I was like, well, I guess he knows this guy and knows that it's Gatos. No, I just assumed it was Gatos. (laughs) Gatos. <laughs> uh, my apologies if your moniker is mul- is the multitude of the Spanish word of cats uh, or cat. So yeah, gatos or gatos, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't seen this movie before. All right, yeah, uh, Ethan. I I don't I don't think I've seen it before. Before, okay. But yeah. I have seen all of the other movies that are almost identical story to this. There's so many fucking movies that are someone gets in an accident and um well i i mean i don't know how about how many plot specifics that are going to be centered around that per se but i mean of course the accident that is the uh uh that brings characters together i mean that's not new of course yeah yeah correct correct <laughs> okay so I don't, I don't know where to go because we didn't finish it so all right yeah finish. so that's kind of a we're everything's breaking think, around us yeah Every, apparently the, mi- the mics are going down boards going out the the disc is bad uh so um it's probably a little either um uh probably a little premature to do this particular uh recording but likely it's not going to happen unless we do it now so it's better to get our thoughts out on it while we have a chance um the recording that we the the recording that we watched, um, I got it, you know, burned it to DVD, and we put it in the disc and started watching it. Uh, and uh, about halfway through, it just stopped. And um, yeah. we uh, attempted to try multiple players, and it just wasn't working. And I don't know if it's from the files itself that we downloaded, or if the burn when I put it burned it to DVD, if that disc was bad, or the the burning process broke or failed or whatever. So um, everything that we have to say uh, regarding this is um, it's kind of uh, excluding uh, the last half of this. I feel f- kind of uh, confident we got, like, that just over halfway, yeah, like a sliver over halfway with yeah. the movie. Yeah, uh, I feel confident that I can kind of speak uh, to the the edit and what it's what it's trying to do and whether or not it succeeds. I, but I'm curious about you guys because it sounds like just for the impressions from when everything failed until now, it sounds like the experience y'all were having was. Not very positive. I liked it. 
I, I thought it was great. I, oh, wanted, yeah? I wanted to watch it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was happy with the ending. Well, you, you were happy with it ending. Yeah. <laughs> not with the ending. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, I was done with that. I was not keen on this movie. That is really interesting. and um, I really like Babel, though. Yeah, Babel's sort of in the same spirit. Yeah. I think it's the same director. It is the same director, and yeah. it came out the year after this movie. So these are really way t- to go. You perfected it. <laughs> what he got wrong in 21 Grams, he got right in Babel. Huh? Yeah, it's more interesting story, too, for sure. Um, well, to catch, you know, maybe both of you up, uh, the original, when it came out, the theatrical version of this movie is presented in a completely unchronological way. Um, this film... That very first shot of the guy, you know, that's with the, the end. with the blower, yeah, um, that I think that's how the the movie opens. Is no, the movie opens with a shot of Naomi. Um, but anyway, uh, that's the only unchronological moment that I noticed in the film was he was blowing that. That's actually what precedes the car accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I picked you that picked that up, up yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, it's chronological. But in the original, everything's completely out of order. Uh, they make it more the, interesting. the very first shot in the original is Naomi uh, Naomi Watts getting up out of bed. It's a it's kind of a gr- gratuitous shot because you can see her tits and everything. And um, Sean Penn is in the. <laughs> it's a, it's a non it's a gratuitous shot. It's unnecessary. And you, you, can you see her tits and everything? <laughs> everything. <laughs> and okay. uh, well, it's just a it's a weird beat to drop this movie on and. Yeah. And with tits and everything. And Sean Penn <laughs> is there in the bed. I think it's revealed that he's in the bed with her. And it's like, okay, what was that about? And then, of course, the movie, you, that, that chronologically, that even happened after where we were, where the movie cut off. Because he ends up getting into a relationship with that character. And, um, and so there's that scene. So that just goes to show how... Um, crisscrossy the original theatrical is where it starts with this stuff that's happening in the back half of the movie and okay. opening the movie with it so here's one of my problems I didn't know that that was how the movie was and that sounds significantly more interesting than what we watched because watching this I was like this is so boring and predictable I can't even with it hmm. I didn't think it was boring I don't, don't like. I, mean, I don't know. Well, that, well, it's funny because I'm curious. Like, how? What? What was the conversation? <laughs> there was a conversation that must have been had between you know the writers and the directors and whoever making this thing deciding. Somebody must have said, "Well, why don't we just film it chronologically or or present it chronologically?" And somebody else must have had a convincing argument to say, "No, no, no. It'll be much more compelling and much more interesting, yeah, so to, to speak, to drop some of these later scenes at the front end, so that we can keep the people motivated while we do some of this typical stuff that you're referring to." Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I knew every beat that was going to be hit in the movie that we saw, and I am not surprised with what you're explaining that they get together and all of that. I knew that from the moment that her character was introduced. It's just like, if I read this script, this is the only way that I could conceive this being an interesting movie is if it was all jumbled up because otherwise it is so boring and atypical. I, I get what you're saying with that. I wonder though, if, uh, because we didn't really get the chance to get into the, the last half of the movie if whether your predictive abilities of where the plot's going would unfold and, and catch up with that part of it. Because uh, the ending, um, or the le- certainly the last quarter of the movie, does have a lot of intricacies with those two characters and Benicio Del Toro's character and whatnot. But even those are, in the original, those are dropped in the first half and the first quarter of the movie. So again, we're constantly getting these beats these moments that are happening later on and then in your brain sort of like calculating where is this going to end up? How does this get from A to B, that kind of thing? So what the fan editor did, did is he just put everything in chronological order if that's like his concept? I think so. Uh, I did notice one or two. Huh. I, I know at least one scene that was cut out. There's a scene where, you know, in the scene in this movie where we saw where he talks to the investigator. Yeah. Um, I believe there was a another scene where he had previously met that investigator and that okay. didn't show up. Huh. 
Um, is there an actual car crash? Like, do you actually get to see the accident? I don't think so. Okay, because I was wondering if that was cut, but now that you're saying that the movie wasn't originally filmed in that order, it makes sense why the transitions were so well, the sloppy. The, 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 the no offense, no, Gatos, no, no. Gatos. No, the, in the original, a lot of the transitions are like really abrupt because it's like tonal change, scene change, time change, everything. And so... I, I don't, it's kind of weird, like, because that's happening here. Um, some of the, but you're right, there was, like, two transitions that I noticed that were obviously looked like they were pieced together unnaturally. Like, you can tell the, the music is trying to go somewhere that the scene is not. So mm-hmm. I bet that would be uh, tied better together in the original. Um, but, no, the original, because it's got all these truncated moments, it doesn't, um, it, th- that kind of thing happens as well. Mm. Um, but it is... Uh, I was able to, you know, I know where the story's going. And so I wonder if because I know where the story's going, I can watch the opening half of this movie and still feel engaged. But that's sort of like the same thing as if I was watching the original because the original tells you where it's going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like uh, you actually are watching the movie in a sense testing the, you're like the the better barometer of whether this fan edit works better because... Uh, well, I guess you haven't seen the original. You don't know I haven't going. seen it. Okay, so that's like split. Terrible but, but, Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's fascinating to find out whether or not it works to fresh audiences without knowing how the original I mean, is edited. It worked for me. Yeah, I, thought, I, I enjoyed it. I, w- I was I was just bummed we couldn't finish it. Yeah, it's a yeah. I, I was bummed out about that too. I uh, don't know though, because I watched. So if anyone doesn't know, like last year, I. Uh, was writing for a website full time and I was watching I tried to watch 365 movies for the year Mm -hmm. spoiler alert I didn't complete it but I did watch like 340 movies which is a fucking lot and I watched a lot of movies that were the same kind of beat and it's just like I'm over it I'm over it is this you getting burnt out yeah, and also I just I didn't like it. I don't get what you mean by like the same kind of beat. Where it's like, oh, look at all these lives that are gonna intertwine now because like there's some kind of accident. It, they always center around an accident. Uh-huh. There's a Mark Ruffalo movie. Um, uh, it's some street is the name of it. I remember or something Drive. I don't I don't remember what it is, but mm-hmm. it's like Washington Drive or whatever. But it's the same. Same thing. This dude, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Jennifer Connelly's in it, and Jennifer Connelly's husband and son or whatever in a car. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is driving his kid back from a baseball game, and he's divorced, and the wife, the mom, is, like, giving him shit about taking the kid out so late, blah, 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 blah. And he gets into an accident and kills Jennifer Connelly's kid. Mm-hmm. And then it's like they're constantly trying to redeem themselves or get back together or whatever. It's just reservation road. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I have seen that, but I have like, as you're describing it, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this, but I have so like, it's such a like weird distant memory that I can't really piece it together. Yeah. It's whatever. I mean, the movie's whatever. I just don't like that kind of story. It's just like really, really boring to me. So the idea of the using the uh, an accident as being like an inciting incident to bring people together. Yeah, and it's like even watching like it a this car way specifically. Yeah, huh. but even like watching it this way too, like the characters are like so flat. Like the most interesting character is Benicio del Toro, and with the amount that we were able to watch of this movie, we didn't even get to see that much of him. And then like once he starts to unfurl as a character like specifically there's a scene when he's at home and he's having dinner with his wife and uh his kids and there's like this really intense moment where he's like pro biblical child abuse it's like a really bizarre scene Mm -hmm. and that's like whoa this character is pretty interesting and the next thing you know he fucking hits this kills these people and then the rest of the time he's just in jail and it's like oh great well i guess that's it like we don't really get to see any more of his character well he does get out and i'm sure a, he does and uh, they they that, plays the big, they, that plays at the big half of the the last half of the movie so no he's not locked up uh, the whole time obviously um 
Yeah, you know what it is? I, I wonder if because it is a movie about following three different people. Uh, Sean Penn's character, Naomi Watts, and Benicio Del Toro. And I wonder when it's told in this chronological way that it feels less like we're really um, attached to one person or kind of one arc that's unfolding. And that um, the, the, the complex narrative um, of the original sort of kind of like tells you like, you know, this isn't about an arc per se. It's more about just kind of watching this, the exercise of getting through this and kind of keeping up. Like, you know what I mean? Like the editing is part of the, for lack of a better word, enjoyment of it. Yeah, I, that's what I mean is like, it's it's also unfair when you, because I, I feel like I've seen other movies I guess I haven't, but I know that there's like a bunch of other fan edits that are movies that are not in chronological order and then they're cr- chronologicalized. Basically, or basically any movie you can think of that is not chronologically told, yeah, there's, there's some somebody's done a chronological yeah. edit of it. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that's fine and everything. I'm sure that there's probably some good ones. And I'm sure, I mean, I saw that like a bunch of people really enjoy this one and that's good for you. Yeah. I, it's just like maybe the characters are left really flat. And the movie is edited and told that way to make it interesting Mm. for a reason. And when you put the pieces together and from A to B or from A to Z, it just like only enhances how boring and like two dimensional these characters are. Not to mention that it's like complete cheat when you're watching a movie put in chronological order that two of the characters get together because then they're getting exponentially more screen time than Benicio Del Toro's character. Not to mention now you don't even get to find out more about those two people because you only then know them as a couple. That That's interesting. Um, in the original, like I said, we see shots much later in the picture where um, Sean Penn and Naomi Watts are together. Mm-hmm. And those are intercut before we see, before the moment happens where his... Um, his now wife sort of splits up with him or he splits up with his Charlie now Gainsborough. wife. Gainsborough. Yeah, I don't know her name. Yeah, Gainsborough. Uh, you definitely Burn. know her. Shane. I do? Gainsborough. Yeah, she's in all the Lars Van Trier movies. Oh, Melancholia, yeah. uh, Antichrist, Nymphomania, One and Two. Maniac. Maniac. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen him. I what? know. I know. Consider me a, an idiot. Um so uh, you've never seen any of those movies Lar- Lars Vontier has this he has this reputation I mean from what I can tell he has this reputation of making absolutely gorgeous movies that are like uh that are um that you don't want to see twice huh. like it reminds me of it reminds me of like uh Requiem for a Dream like I love that movie it's absolutely amazing I never want to see it again Here's what's cute about every time that we are on your podcast, we're like exposing like <laughs> huge things that you have like no idea about. I do so know crazy. about Antichrist and Melancholia and all of them. I know Lars von Trier and his reputation. I know about it. And I have, when it comes time to watching a movie, I'm like, I don't know if I really want to, you know, put myself through that. Aye, aye, aye. I know. I just want to see another Marvel movie. Oh my god! Yeah, I just want to watch. What was that fucking the movie that's the best? Oh, Babe, that, Pig in the City. Oh, two Babe or Two, whatever. Babe Two, Pig in the City. Jesus Christ! Best movie. Jesus Antichrist. <laughs> Fuck me. Um. So the thing is, is that in the original, those shots of them two together happen before she, he splits up with the girl, and um, when you see that, you get a sense that even though it's out of order and you know it's not taking place, you know it's not happening at the same time per se, but you do get a feeling that he's already invested in some other character before they split up. But in this edit, because he gets together with Naomi Watts after he splits up with that girl, it, it doesn't feel right. It, it, it feels like, why are you doing this? Why are you such an asshole? In the original, you get a sense that he's already emotionally invested in somebody else. And, um, but in, in this edit, it looks like he cuts her off and then immediately blossoms into a relationship with Naomi Watts, which is, I guess, how it happens chronologically. But that, uh, if it seems to make more sense, uh, or it's more palatable in the original and not so much in this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that plays into what I was saying of like, yeah, exactly. So in that instance, he is static and then becomes dynamic in this version he's dynamic and then is just static uh i I don't know how you're using those those words 
what what I mean to say is that um, in the original, because you get intercut with the two of them together, and then he's with his wife, and then you see him together again, and he's back with his wife. You you there's this um, you already kind of. It's weird, like you feel like the character has already moved on, or he's very conflicted about staying in the relationship. Even it's just part of editing and putting those things together. And uh, so when he splits up with her, it makes more sense. I almost wish that they had showed him pursuing Naomi Watts before the scene where he breaks up with her because he found out about the abortion or whatever. Um, Oh, they broke up when that happened. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think they broke up. I, again, see I that, just thought he was creeping on that girl. See that I, even then, that would make more. I think that that sell that moment sells better in the original, and not so huh. much on this one. I yeah. hate Sean Penn. I like Sean Penn. I cannot stand him. I, I think he's great. I absolutely hate his politics, but I love him as an actor. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> I can't stand him. I like his face. Ugh. Yeah, I like how he dressed Ugh. in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like I am Sam. I like I am Sam. Ugh. <laughs> He's oh Sam. Oh my gosh. He's Sa- he, I don't know if you've seen it. He plays Sam. Yeah, I remember. Oh, you've seen that one? Have you seen I Am Sam? <laughs> I have seen I Am Sam. Oh, what really? about Goodwill Hunting? Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, okay. yeah, believe it or not. I've what about Reindeer the... Games? I love Reindeer Games. Oh, <laughs> what about Eraser? Close second. I have seen Eraser. What about Eraser Head? I have ah. not seen Eraser Head. You got me there. <laughs> oh. That was a fun game. <laughs> Let me chime in real quick with the Caboose report. Benicio Del Toro. Woo, baby. Looking good. <laughs> you haven't seen Eraserhead? No. That's the, uh, it's a Lynch movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I haven't seen it. Wow. That's great. I was, uh, <laughs> this, since we're doing tangents, I, I looked at uh, Roger Ebert's like top, you know, you have to see movie list or whatever. It was about 300 titles. I had only seen about 100 of them. No surprise. Wow. No surprise, considering right? Considering all yeah. Yes. The skeletons that are uh, constantly. I was actually surprised I'd seen a hundred of them. Yeah, honestly, that's fair. You know? really? we're we're a hundred of them. Babe, babe, pig in the city. They were too. all babe, babe, pig in the city. Yeah. Terminator. Roger Ebert just took his two thumbs and copy and pasted babe, pig in the city <laughs> two hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did put that in the top ten of his year when that oh came out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Slow year. Cisco put person. it as the best film of the year. Wow. That year wow. came out. Yeah, and we all know Cisco's constantly killing it. It, well, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ethan, I'm appalled. My jaw is on shut the up. floor. I hate this. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I'm in the camp of, uh, I, you know, another thing that kind of troubles me about this is that obviously it was edited from a DVD source. And not the Blu-ray source. Yeah, so that's the f- frustrating. The film quality is not very good. Moreover, the the um, the uh, the cinematography in the original is very grainy. See, and, that's why I wanted to see it because I really held. like it. I like it when they do like uh, like you get a lot of film grain. Like you, um, you like that? Like yeah, yeah. Like uh, Buffalo '66. Yeah, yeah. How grainy that is is yeah. like one of my favorite things. It's uh, it's amazing. It's like some weird sort of you know when people like really like like uh, like. Oh, I, rubbing your hand like, like that noise. Yeah, yeah, like that. that yeah, the well, kind of gives a like a yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a, 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 AMSL. Yeah, a podcast cannot go yeah. by without you mentioning <laughs> AMSR. Uh, AMSR. I'm like, I'm like AMSR for like film grain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whenever I see it, like I'm like, oh. I think uh, the film grain part of the movie is definitely part of the original, but I think yeah. unfortunately what it we looked get a here, little washed what out. What we get is we get well, you get washed out too, but you also get pixelization. Yeah, yeah. And that's not nearly. That's as, a bummer. That's not as cool as film grain. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but it's both cool. I don't mind either. I would be interested in watching the original. I feel like I Uh, I I might enjoy the original, but I I kind of would rather just watch Babel. Yeah, as a compare contrast to see. No, I just would rather watch that. No, movie. I mean, as a, you know, <laughs> talk about the original and saying this, you'd be one seeing it backwards, you know, sort of so, meaning mm-hmm. that, uh, not to dwell too much on the chronological theme, but watching the fan edit first and then the original. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So was there anything in particular? I mean, you, you felt like it was uh, predictable. Um, I wonder if knowing the different scenes that are happening in the future and then cutting it together, if you would feel it was less or more predictable at that point. Well, at least it's 
I mean, that's the same thing that we just keep saying over and over again. At least it's more interesting, or I guess I keep saying over and over again, but I think that seeing them outside of order is significantly more interesting than seeing these boring, flat characters just go through the the whole hum of life or whatever I, it's just so boring but you understand my my point like if they're flat characters i don't know what way w- it's going to come up though yeah at least you don't know that yeah, way exactly. i mean so but that you, alone is interesting significantly more so than anything that was happening in this version right but if the if you had oh see i, I see i'm thinking it differently because if you if you saw the unchronological cut you would get you would get cued as to where it's going like in the like for example when he meets her in the in the uh what is it the the, the, the ywca or wherever where she yeah it's the ywaca you know what i'm talking yeah. it's weird like <laughs> yeah where, you got it where like they're playing racquetball uh, and she's swimming <laughs> and then she orders a meal that was there. a home run no, i said ywca <laughs> the ywca yeah 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 the ywca <laughs> Let's all go down to the YWCA. Why is everybody jumping up my ass on this? <laughs> the YWCA. Yeah. Yeah. Is how you say that. <laughs> there's the yeah. YMCA and there's also the YWCA. What? Am I am I lost here, really, guys? Is there really a YWCA? Sure. What what do you mean sure? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not making it up. Really? Yeah. They, I've never heard of a YWCA. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, yeah, is there <laughs> what is the YWCA? <laughs> well, do you know what YMCA stands young for? Young Men's Club of America. And now it's Young Women's Club of America. They have YWCA's and YMCA's. And the men go to the YMCA's and the women's go to the Y. I think they've been co gender co ed for a long time. What the fuck? All right. I'm about to get schooled on Google here. <laughs> okay, so. He's, she's at some Y, some upscale Y where she can order uh, a BLT or something. Well, in huh. the, yeah, get, <laughs> say that again. Don't edit this part out. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's one in Austin. YWCA, eliminating racism, empowering women. Well, nobody's perfect. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is a stupid joke. I bet all those women walk around with all their tits hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Oh. Okay. So okay. We're on board, right? I don't know if they have a pool, but if the YM does, why not? It's possible. At least you give me that, right? It says it's an organization. All right. Where is this? Where is this located in Austin? Uh, right by our house. Where? Uh, on the other side of the water on Lamar? <laughs> no, it's like right on the other side of 35. Like, uh, huh. Yeah, just uh, north of Old Torf. Huh. Huh. Well. On the frontage road, huh? Well, I haven't seen a La- Lars Van Tier movie, but I know about the YWCA. Huh. Huh. You could have <laughs> just said Jim. I could have said Jim, but uh, I was being more specific uh, against my better judgment, apparently. Um, huh. So uh, in the original, you because of the way it's edited, you already know that they get together. Okay, now, you know that at the beginning. Yeah, and okay. you, so when you see that scene where he approaches her, you already know where it's going. Okay. But, but y- to be fair, though, Donna already knows where it's going too because you know she, we and every, you know her and everybody else who've seen a movie know that when these two characters get together like this, you know where that's headed. No way, you know it the second that he starts asking where the donor who who the donor is that is duh of course that's what's happening yeah yeah woof um th- there was another moment that i thought was out of order it, it, he presents it in this movie the exact same way it's presented in the original but i thought in the original it was out of order and this one he's keeping it in order and it's this moment where um the Benicio del toro's uh wife melissa leo um, comes into the room while he the, the kids are sleeping, and he says that he's going to turn himself in. Yeah, and she tells him, "Please don't do that, etc." Um, and then you see a scene like a scene or two later is she's with got some alcohol and she's rubbing and cleaning the grill of the truck. Yeah, I thought she was cleaning the grill of the truck, and then chronologically she comes into that scene. 
Yeah. Because like, why would she clean the truck? Didn't he already leave when he was? Yeah. Yeah. And and she tells him, hey, look, I just, you know, I, I spoke to the guy. There's no witnesses. Nobody knows. And if yeah. then it would follow that, that she, then she would clean the truck to assure that there's put no the evidence. Put the cleaning truck before she confronts him. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. put that sure, in there. Sure, sure. I think that, uh, so I thought that that was not quite sticking to the chronological thing. Um, but maybe that, uh, maybe she did decide to clean it afterwards. Who knows? It didn't uh, make as much sense uh, to me. Yeah, to that do doesn't that. make as much sense yeah. to me. Um, so uh, I really feel, though, that uh, this edit, when it's all said and done, um, that I don't think it's going to be like thematically or. Um, uh, I don't think I don't think you're gonna miss anything if it's told chronologically. Um, I think you would. I think there's a lot of other movies that are told out of order to make a point and are specifically told out of order, not just to you know make a boring movie seem more interesting, but because it's necessary. Uh, but uh, I don't think so in this one. And I was expecting you know at least I mean for half of it I certainly would have I should have noticed it by then. Um, whether or not it was going to work or not and it seems to work just fine and i know how it kind of unfolds and how the characters interact and and whatnot and i don't see how why it wouldn't work all the way through so it still begs the question why this was considered why they considered presenting this in the original in an out of order uh method i'd be curious to see the actual screenplay and see if the screenplay is actually presented out of order or if this was something that or if they just boggled it or if they decided to re-edit it out of order, you know, after everything was kind of done. Hmm. Um, or if, they, if the first draft was in order and then they had a second draft written, let's, let's spice it up and move things around because it, it's, it's too predictable, as, as Donna would say. Um, and I wonder if that's what happened. I, I'm curious about that story because you take something like uh, Pulp Fiction, for example. I think we talked about this before. You can't the, – the Pulp Fiction chronological cut sucks. Yeah. It absolutely sucks. Why? Be- a couple of reasons, but the biggest reason is that the thematic apex of the movie is Sam Jackson talking to Tim Roth saying, I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. Okay. You know, that's the whole point of the movie is bad guys finally doing something decent and good. Yeah. And so the movie ends on that note. But if you mm-hmm. do this movie, if you do Pulp Fiction chronologically, that that scene happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Okay. Because they, they go kill those guys. Yeah. Um, well, actually, it's not the first 10 minutes, now that I think about it, because they do that, they kill the guys, and then they do the Wallace uh, scene. Not, not the Wallace scene, but the uh, um, the uh, the Bonnie situation. And yeah, then they yeah. go to the uh, diner, and then that's the confrontation with Sam Roth. So it happens within the first third of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's after that that Bruce Willis's character gets introduced and so on. So huh. it doesn't... Uh, the the theme of the movie is consistent in the original, but not in the out of order c- and not in the in order cut. Um, but I don't think that's what's happening in this one. It, it's the same. It's the exact same. The only reason to tell it out of order is to make it spice it up. Yeah, to spice it up to make your brain kind of like, whoa, okay, I guess we have to keep up, keep up with this. Okay, I'll have to keep up with that. Yeah. Um, Memento, for example, is another movie that's terrible. I don't think it's oh, maybe not terrible, but it, it it doesn't work when you watch it chronologically. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if y'all have barely seen. works. <laughs> barely period. works. Period. <laughs> Donna's seen Donna's you know seen ten times as many, many movies as I had, but she hates ninety percent of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I uh, like a lot of movies. Yeah, I like including movies, Revenant. Wow, wasn't a fan of that one. Ethan, no. you didn't like it either. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like Revenant, but yeah. all right. So here's um. Excuse me. So I was talking about how there's all these other movies that follow a similar uh, structure in Uh, terms of the plot. The car accident. uh, And in fact. Incident thing. This movie came out in 2003. Mm -hmm. In 2000, the very same director released a movie called Amore Peros. Amore Peros, yeah. And it's also about a car accident that connects three stories. How interesting. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. That movie is actually really good, though. I yeah, don't know if you've seven, seen it. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, the kid. 
that guy. I mean, he's not a kid anymore, but he's a really good actor. Um, I can't think who that is right now. Uh, his name is Gail Garcia Bernal. He's really good. Hmm. He's really great, actually. He's been he has a good career. Hmm. Um. So, uh, um, I. I, I, you know, this movie, this fan edit, I, I'm actually um, on board with it. Uh, it looks like there's still a few things that I would like to be take, you know, moved around to kind of see, make some of the audio uh, transitions a little bit better. Um, I, I'm also curious to see how many scenes are actually cut out because if he cut out one scene, um, there's probably others that he did that I didn't recognize. Yeah, I tried to look that up, and every time I tried to look it up, the website crashed. So. Everything is breaking. Yeah, yeah. every edit, literally everything. everything yeah, if you're listening to this and you've never been to fanedit.org, it's recently been kind of up and down and yeah, being they, under-constructed. Yeah, so. they overhauled it about a week ago, and uh, there's been some changes with it. Um, it's working on my phone, though. It just popped up here. Huh. Well, I can get the website to pull up. I just can't actually pull up yeah, the him individual or page this editor. Yeah. yeah, I just got it, actually. It looks like he cut out 12 minutes. Wow. So that's more than the scene that I uh, was speaking to. So um, reviews are positive, of course. Um, and so on. Well, look, one out of three people doesn't like it. Sorry. <laughs> we also didn't finish it, so I, I'm like, I, I, I still have like this con- confliction of like, oh yeah, like why? Oh, oh, oh it's like not his why, fault. Why can we sit here and talk about it when we haven't finished it? You know that does bring up a though uh, uh, again one of the challenges of this particular medium is that there's so many obstacles to getting a, a damn fan at it. You know, that you can't just Google them. You can't just torrent them. You can't just easily download them easily. And and now when you finally get them, you know, who's to say if the burn goes bad, the disc goes bad, the, you know, and and everything else. It's just a lot of obstacles in the way to make something like this work. This isn't even the first time that we've had this problem. We've run into this problem numerous times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know what? Honestly, maybe it's my burner because uh, all of those seems to be tied to the discs that I'm burning and bringing over here. Here. Yeah, maybe huh. I don't know. Well, yeah. no, because we had this problem before at your old place when we did a couple episodes there. Yeah, we tried doing one off the computer that failed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember it's what one no offense to Gatos. I don't have an issue with his version I don't of think this it's movie. Him. Yeah. I'm not breaking up with you. It's not you. <laughs> it's not you. It's, it's you. this movie. It's this board that we're using. It's the disc. Everything is. What other edits has he done? Crumbling around us. Um, let my me pull it up right My quick. tire has a screw in it. Mine does too. Everything is dying. Do, do, do. What are you doing? What's going on? Well, it's a lot later than I expected. Wow. Um, there's also a big <laughs> chronological cut uh, <laughs> that was done of the Godfather series. Oh, I would. Well, I would like to watch that. that. I like. I like the Godfather. Uh, best godfather number three duh <laughs> they keep pulling me back in baby mm-hmm. all right so he uh Gatos has done 21 grams um he's done an edit of mean streets uh he made it a short film he's done an an edit um of oz Wait. uh the uh, he, he turned the first season of oz into a movie oh okay i thought you meant like yeah, no, the no, no. James Franco. No, no, no. Um, there's a there was an interesting movie uh, edit of his that I haven't seen yet, and I'm I don't know if I want to. It's he did one of Eyes Wide Shut. Hmm. Um, I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. I that's a it's a polarizing one. I really like it. Um, so that's why I'm not, it has its moments. So I'm not interested in seeing this. Um, he's a, he's pretty prolific here. Another one is killing uh, the killing of a Chinese bookie. I don't know the original on that. Do you? Uh-uh. All right. Um uh Flight, I guess the uh, Ooh, Denzel Washington. Denzel I, Washington. Let's watch that. Yeah. I like that movie. Let's uh, watch that. Yeah. John Goodman is great in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that that one's called Liquid Courage. Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to watch that. Uh uh and that's it. Hey, actually it's just those six edits that are popping up on here. Well, so. way too Gatos. Yeah, Gatos. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. 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 I'd be I'd be down to watch Flight. 
Yeah. And if we yeah. can figure out what's breaking in this situation. Yeah. Well, it's definitely the board. The board's breaking. The burner might be broken. The sometimes the files are fucked up. I have a broken heart. Does that where does that fit into this? No one cares about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wonder if uh, upon upon this uh, coming out, if if there isn't other movies that are kind of boring and kind of don't work, if they were re-edited to be unchronological, if all of a sudden they would start to. F- make like it what? feel a lot a, more consistent you have a movie in mind not particularly i mean i was just thinking of uh like uh, i mean i was thinking like a romantic comedy because that's the generic kind of it doesn't work by itself kind of boring kind of thing but if you told it out of order if it oh, you sell, should do that sell it do you know? that to you got mail think so no you know what you should do it with because it's totally in vain with this movie is do it with fucking reservation road that's in vain with this movie. It's a it's, similar, it's a similar enough kind concept. Of movie, yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, I think that that movie, while it's like relatively forgettable, maybe wouldn't be. Well, no, I I don't know where if it would go one way or the other, but I think that the performances are really strong, and you do get to find out a lot more about those characters. It's only two, like two real independent beats, though. I don't know. You know what you could do it with that would be kind of interesting. Hmm. Maybe not. Uh, what? Fuck. Spotlight. Oh. Because you could definitely mix that one around and still make it pretty interesting. That would be what? pretty tough. There's a lot of scenes in that movie. Yeah, there are. Yeah. But there's also a lot of independent scenes with, like, this person is covering this thing with that person over there. So you could easily... It's not like so. Tell each like you're not having like a lot of continuity errors or something. Hmm. Huh. That'd you be I mean? tough. I don't know if that movie would be interesting. It out seemed, of order. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling more like a, no, something that's not as complicated because that's got a lot of. That's, I feel like there's a lot going on in that picture. There are a, lo- a lot of things going on, but what I guess what I'm focusing on is that there are a lot of independent pieces in motion. Yeah. So one, it's easier to get like a clean cross section of those individual stories. Yeah. And also, uh, because there's so many different pieces, you could uh, move them around to change the narrative a little bit, hmm. or change the the way that the narrative is told. Hmm. Change it where the priests aren't the bad people. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader want to bring him in as the culprit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was the kids are getting wrapped <laughs> by Darth Vader. Uh, what about <laughs> a western? What about a western? Because usually those are big and drawn out. There's probably a lot of room to s- put to put one of those in an out of order method. I don't think what I've western? ever seen an out of order western before. What, what I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. It just occurred to me that I've never seen a western that's. You've never seen a western that's never done out of order. Oh, uh, chronologically speaking, um, uh, I don't know. Unforgiven, maybe. I don't know that one. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Clint Eastwood won a bunch uh, of Academy Awards. Now, um, maybe. That me. Maybe. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe that Wyatt Earp movie. The the the. The Kevin Costner one? Oh, yeah. People I do like Wyatt Earp. That's a good movie. And might be interesting to... I don't know. Yeah. What about The Tree of Life? That's not a Western. I haven't seen that movie. I uh, just wanted to huh. say it. It wouldn't surprise me if okay. somebody's doing an edit of that without the... Um, that's more chronological and, and not with have a lot of, with a less, lot less spacey kind of uh, yeah. uh, feeling uh-huh. to it. That movie's sad. Movie's yeah. a bummer. It is a bummer. It's a bummer? Yeah, yeah big time. Yeah. Huh. I felt like shit after I watched that movie. <laughs> you probably feel the same after watching Lars von Trier movies as well. Trier, no. <laughs> I liked Melancholia. Yeah, I liked Melancholia too. A lot of people didn't like that movie, but it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh my god, that movie is like breathtaking. It's yeah. gorgeous, and her titties are all out. Yeah, and wow, Kristen Dunst, ten out of ten. Your tits. <laughs> You've done it, baby. <laughs> yeah, you should re-edit Melancholia where. In your words, it just opens with all the tits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, all the tits and stuff. Okay. Yeah. 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 That'd okay. be great. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about this and come up with some ideas because I, I bet I can think of some good ones. Uh, yeah, about films that might be better if they were actually told unchronologically. 
Yeah, I guess. Okay, all right. So let me kind of backtrack a little bit here. I wasn't saying that Spotlight would be better because I really enjoyed that movie. I think I gave it five out of five, yeah, which yeah. is insanely rare for me. Yeah, it's a yeah. hit. That's yeah. the first movie you've liked in four years. Yeah, six? pretty much. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, I, however, Babel is one of my top ten movies. I love that movie. Yeah, that yeah. sequence with the the Japanese girl is so good. It's so intense. All the sequences are so intense. Like that shot. If you haven't watched Babel, go watch it. Do yourself a favor. That movie's phenomenal. It is great. It's so good. But yeah, like that scene, like on the bus when she when Kate Blanchett gets shot that's like so left field and so intense I don't know I love that movie yeah you know what that scene when it happens there's a uh I I, I remember that's so vivid in my head like and I haven't seen that movie in 12 years like when it came out you know whatever it was mm-hmm. and uh I still remember 10 years ago yeah. 2006 yeah and I, I remember that thinking if somebody got shot in a bus, like it was, if, if I would, like, this is exactly how it would go down. Well, and like the next part of that movie is so crazy too. Like that particular storyline is so crazy because then they like go to the town and the people are just like, "Fuck you!" Like, this is your problem. See you later. Yeah, like yeah. that's insane to me. Yeah, I. You would be that person. Yeah, I would be like, "Oh, what are you, I, I, excuse me, I'm too busy trying to watch." Uh, Star Wars <laughs> over on here. Snakes on a plane. I can't. I can't deal with this. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Heavy. I can't believe that you just leave someone behind like that. People. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a Babel is certainly an excellent movie. Did you see uh, Sicario? Is that what yeah, it was? Sicario. Did you see yeah. it? Yeah, I did. Did you like it? I did. Interesting. Yeah. Ethan, you liked that movie too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. With uh, Emily Blunt. It's the one with the sick night vision at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. real long sequence. Wait, with we that. all watched it together. No, we didn't. No, we watched totally it with didn't. Joe. I watched it by myself. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, that th- night vision was sick. That was the... Uh, so dope. The film, the film, the cinematographer was Roger Deakins. And all of oh, his right, movies yeah, are yeah. amazing. So. Oh, I'm Roger Deakins. Uh, (laughs) he was on we actually we were just watching so on uh netflix they just added a new season of um ghost no the cnn (laughs) anthony bourdain show Mm. no reservations no it's not no reservations it's a different one no i don't think that's it either no cookware (laughs) so now he has to figure it out uh nope that's definitely not it either um anyway but they just added (laughs) that's true yeah they added a new season of that and he is somewhere and he does an interview with him he's in like Bosnia. He does an interview with Roger Deakins. I think so. Maybe not. Hmm. Oh, Andy also goes with the what's his name? Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky and him go to Madagascar. Yeah, it was interesting. I'm curious. You should watch it. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. It's movie related, so we can talk about it. Yeah, it's true. Actually. I do not, so I do not. Full disclosure: I do not like Darren Aronofsky. Surprise, surprise, because I hate everything. But there was this very cute thing that they did when they were in Madagascar where he took out his iPhone or whatever and they're on this train and he is like filming he does a vine yeah he makes a vine of that looks like he's running yeah, it's oh, cute. yeah. I was like oh well, that's <laughs> interesting at least you do something <laughs> wow. sick bird that's so mean <laughs> yeah deal with that dear Aronofsky yeah ass to ass ass to yeah. ass and then uh <laughs> And then Anthony Bourdain uh, broke his NA, and uh, Darren Aronofsky just shot him like uh, shooting up in the back of the. Train. And he made a joke about Black Swan. Wow, mm-hmm. fantastic. fantastic! Okay, I do want to apologize to Gatos though. We're gonna do another Gatos movie because yeah, I feel that flight. I feel bad that we didn't give him really a fair shake, and it was probably mostly our fault. Uh yeah, it's a uh, it's you know it's part of the 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 medium of fan edits and some work some don't and we trying to talk about yeah. as much as we can. I, I'm in the camp of saying that uh, uh, that this is worth uh, worth watching, especially if if only for um, uh, 
you know, sort of like film analysis, screenwriting analysis to really kind of figure out why it works, why it doesn't, what, yeah. you know, because it brings up an interesting topic of the point, like what's the point behind telling a story out of order? Why, why is that a thing that and, people do? And I, I remember thinking that it was gimmicky the first time I saw it. And uh, I, I, my impression is I was right. I think it is gimmicky. I think that being able to experience the movie all the way through is gonna, it's going to end up i think the experience is going to be the same without having to without having getting muddled down with uh uh you know trying to figure out why they show us this as opposed to that sure now that might make that might the, the result of that might actually say that you know the film really the story isn't as strong mm-hmm. but um you know but it's not fair is it fair to you know to tell a movie out of order to make the story stronger like it feels yes. like a cheat yeah. what? i don't uh, think so yeah. i don't think it feels like a cheat if if you wrote the story out of order and like your point behind it is to tell it out of order with some sort of it has a point for you doing it i don't think it makes sense to take a movie that you wrote all the way in order cut all the scenes and then just kind of pick them wherever you just at random and put it out of order. I mean, there has to be a point behind telling a story out of order. And I think that that point's more relevant and more obvious in movies like Memento or Pulp Fiction, but I, I'm a lot less convinced here. Yeah, sure. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't I'm seen, I, I've only seen, the my amount of 21 grams is, is 45 minutes of this yeah. edit. Yeah, so... Which is a bummer, because now I want to watch it, because I thought it was pretty good. So, fuck you. It's fine. I mean, I want to watch the original. I Again, I don't think it's anything bad that he did. I just don't think it's a good movie. Yeah. I think that it's a bad script, and I think that the only way to make the script interesting is by telling it out of order. Um which might play to the reason why they did. Yeah, I I would be hard pressed to believe that seeing once I watch the original that I don't enjoy that more than this. I would be very hard pressed to believe that. Well, um, maybe we can revisit that on another episode. And um, but in the meantime, I think we're going to go ahead and cut this short. Um, we've uh, we've uh, we've. You know, we've talked about the movie. We kind of went off tangent because there's not a whole lot to talk about. Either you like the it's way our it's fault. working or it's, it's our not. fault. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so it is what it is. And um, uh, hopefully if, you, if you're if you interested in seeing it, uh, hopefully fanedit.info uh, and fanedit.org are up and available for you to do so. And um, so that is Gatos's 21 grams. We're going to go ahead and go. What's it? Shout out Gatos. Yeah, shout out to Gatos or Gatos, whatever. Yeah, shout out for <laughs> your logo looking like the Focus logo. Yeah, that was cute. That was that was pretty clever. Way to go, Gatos. All right, uh, so this is uh, Donna, Ethan, and the Bees signing off here for this episode of uh, Feature This. Bye. Bye. ตกเด็กสามคุ้มยานใดที่จะเข้าไปปลอดใจน้องหน้าอังรามจะคงพบอาทิตย์คงเหมือนฝันที่หน้าประมอนเป็นภาพเขายังอาวรเมื่อไร